Dear patient, hello, my name is Dr. John Keenan Fanning, and I am here to talk to you today about opioid use disorder. This episode hopefully touches on a few different topics that I was not able to comment on earlier. Mainly, what about methadone as a drug for opioid use disorder? Some of the common myths of opioid use disorder, and specifically, some myths about buprenorphine. And finally, how can you get more information for yourself? The first thing I would like to touch on is methadone. This is an older drug, and because it has been around for longer, it is known by many patients. This knowledge and methadone's historical use as a treatment for opioid use disorder is why I am addressing it. While previously it has been a valuable option, with the introduction of buprenorphine, it has lost its place as a first-line treatment. Why is this? Well, buprenorphine is superior in so many ways. With buprenorphine, there is less risk of respiratory depression, less risk of serious heart side effects. There's less risk of hyperalgesia, a condition I talked about in a prior episode where you experience more pain from everything. You can quickly carry more buprenorphine than you can with methadone, so you get more control over your life. You can get to the right dose quicker. Buprenorphine interacts with fewer drugs that you may also be taking. Methadone can also stick around in your system for a long time, making it very hard to transition to a different opioid if that is needed. And finally, buprenorphine protects against overdose. Given so many benefits to buprenorphine, if you are truly ready to receive help, many physicians generally accept that the best medication forward is buprenorphine. Methadone can be used in rare instances, generally only if buprenorphine has failed. But talk to your doctor. If you have any additional questions, your healthcare team is here for you, and we would love to talk with you if you ever want some more information. Now that I have touched on methadone, I would like to talk about a few of the myths around buprenorphine. The first myth I want to address is that buprenorphine is quote-unquote just another opioid, and therefore starting this drug you are quote-unquote trading one substance problem for another one. I hope that if you've been listening to the rest of this podcast, by now you understand that buprenorphine, while it's not perfect, it is a very good option for opioid use disorder and might be able to help you with this condition. Therefore, you are not trading one substance for another one. Would you consider people taking heart medication every day as people who have a substance use problem? Of course not. Much like heart medication, buprenorphine will give you a statistically longer life. You will function better in society. You have less risk of relapse. You have less risk of overdose. You have less risks of undertaking risky behaviors. And after you start, you will be connected with a healthcare team who is there to help you through the journey towards being your best self. In short, where addiction could ruin your life, buprenorphine will not. The second myth I want to address is that once you start buprenorphine, you are on this medication forever. This is also not true. It is true that battling opioid use disorder can take a long time. Because of this, we generally start this drug for a highly extended period of time, usually at least one year. And some people may be on this forever. With that said, it is possible to stop using in the future if this is something you would like. The most important thing here is to talk with your healthcare team and ask if this is right for you. The third and final myth I want to address about buprenorphine is that it is not a good painkiller. This is not true. Buprenorphine is a full-strength opioid painkiller, and it can be used for chronic pain. 
here is where I can redirect you to my episode on chronic pain where I describe that buprenorphine is just as effective, if not more effective, than other opioids for treating chronic pain. Now that you have listened to what I have to say about opioid use disorder, I hope you have learned something and can go on to be a better you or help someone you care about. However, there are many more great voices out there and so much good information. If you have any additional questions, the first place you should start looking for more information is with your healthcare team. I want to remind you that we are here for you. I know it can be hard to talk about these issues, and I started this podcast to get the conversation started. But your healthcare team has dedicated years to help you as best as possible, and I am confident that they would love to give you more information or help direct you on the right path to the best treatment for you. Well, we are here to help. If you are someone who does not feel safe talking to the healthcare team, I highly encourage you to find someone, a friend or confidant, that you feel comfortable talking to. With that said, here are a few additional resources that you may find interesting now that you know the basics. First off, there is a free podcast on Spotify called EM Clerkship. Very specifically, the episode titled Opioid Use Disorder, What You Do Matters. This is a resource for medical students, so it may be a little advanced at times, but Dr. Olson does a fantastic job of breaking down how the opioid crisis started and how opioids work, how addiction works in general, and reiterates just how good a drug buprenorphine is. At the end of this episode, he encourages doctors to talk about these issues with their patients. This short segment talking about the importance of informing patients is what inspired me to write and record this podcast, which is why I mentioned this first. Next up, the TED Talk by Johan Hari titled Everything You Know About Addiction Is Wrong was an eye-opening TED Talk for me about how addiction is a social problem as much as it is a medical one. In my first episode, I talked about the importance of social supports and my focus throughout this podcast stressing that you are not alone comes in part from this TED Talk. Additionally, if you are curious, I have included many of the resources I use to gather my information in the notes of each episode. Many of these are fantastic references. However, some of them are medical papers. If you find yourself in a position where you are struggling to interpret these, go talk to your nearest healthcare professional, and I am sure they will be able to help you understand this paper. Having provided these resources, I want to again stress the importance for you to go and educate yourself. I believe knowledge is power, and it is important to get good information. I really want to make a note here that Facebook, Instagram, and other social media websites often have misinformation, so be very careful as there may be untrue information out there, but I still encourage you to try and educate yourself as best as possible. In closing, I truly hope you learned something from this podcast. I hope you know that if you are struggling with issues like past trauma or adverse childhood events, your healthcare team is there for you. I hope you are aware of how opioids work and the dangers of opioid use disorder. I hope you know the pros and the cons of buprenorphine as a medication, both for opioid use disorder, but also as an option for chronic pain. I hope you know that there are ways to work around some of the side effects of buprenorphine, such as precipitated withdrawal. Before I end this podcast, I need to acknowledge Dr. Landon Berger. He's a specialist in chronic pain and addictions medicine, and he took the time and effort to take what in hindsight were pretty poor scripts 
and pushed me to develop digestible content to help you. This podcast would not have been possible without him. Additionally, I owe a thank you to Dr. Catherine Dong, who was able to help edit these scripts. So thank you. Most importantly, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope it pushed you towards being a better you. Remember that knowledge is power, and this is just a start. If you have any future questions about this content, please reach out to your healthcare provider. We are here for you. I will say one final time, you are not alone.